everybody, it's me, Sila, and I'm here today with my friend Elena. Hi, everybody. Today, we're talking about friendships. Yes, Sila, today we're talking about friendship. Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. <laughs> hey, friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman. And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman. We're a mama-daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together. <laughs> yeah, Mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. 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 Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we gotta let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at She Sounds Like Me on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Hi, friends. Today we're talking about friends. And this is the first time we've ever had a kid on our podcast. This is Elena. Hi, Hi everyone. I'm new to the podcast, and I am Silas' friend. Yes, you are, and we're so glad to have you, Elena. So we thought it would be fun to talk about friendships, because I think as eight-year-olds, you guys are both starting to figure out that friendship is so much more than... Liking someone. Well, yeah, but it's also so much more than who your parents linked you up with. Right. Those are some yep. conversations that Sila and I have been having for a long time up until now. Your friends have mostly consisted of people you like make sort of made me link up with. Well, it was convenient. Right. So like I'm friends with certain parents and they've got kids your age. And so naturally you guys are together. Right. But more and more, as you find out who you are as a kid and as a young girl, you figure out what makes a good friend to you. Elena. Are you experiencing the same thing where you're kind of realizing now that you're in different schools and you're in camps that your friends are taking shape in a different way? Yeah, I feel that same emotion. You do. And so what? how are you meeting friends now as opposed to how you used to make friends? I make friends by my other friends introducing their friends to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you have different friends depending on where you go and hang out? Yeah. I do. So you have certain friends at school and on the bus and in the classroom. Yeah. One way I make friends is by going somewhere and saying hi to someone or asking someone's name or playing with them or joining a game of tag or something like that. So they just like naturally electrically makes friend bonds. I know. It's so cool. I think it when you're eight years old and you're young, it's easy to just run up and join a game of tag, but that gets harder, right? And mm -hmm. so, Sila, you brought up a good point on one way to approach and make new friends. Mm -hmm. Elena, how do you make new friends? I make new friends by going somewhere that I know and other people might be there. And then I just have no one to play with and I ask someone's name and then we automatically come become friends yeah it's like the electric bond it's like the first word you say to someone bond 
So what's a good first thing to say to someone? Hi, and introduce yourself to someone. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes it's kind of hard to remember that, that simple thing of just saying, hi, I'm so-and-so, right? Or, hey, what's your name? Another good way to make a new friend is to give a compliment. Oh, I like your shoes. I like your dress. Yeah, I love your hairstyle. And or what game are you playing? That looks really fun. Right. So there's some like kind of icebreaker conversation starters that also help us bridge the awkwardness of of meeting someone for the first time, especially when you're just, you know, you're not put together by your parents or by a sport or something like that. I feel like it's easier to make a bond with someone when you're not like being forced to be friends with them. For both of you, it's been a hard year to keep friendships. Yeah, you're gone. Like, it's like one minute you're there and you're talking and the next minute, smoke bomb, you're gone. Well, is that because COVID has made it challenging to really find connection? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because of COVID, we can't be with our friends as much because we could probably get sick because people spread their germs out by being friends, like by doing friend things, like shaking hands and talking to each other. Yeah, so there's been some distance in, in friendships because of this last year in COVID. I think what we're experiencing at Silas School is because of COVID, there's no recess. There's no um, extracurricular activities where they can really bond and play. You have to wear a mask all day. Right, which is hard to see someone smile, Mm -hmm. right? And you can't share share the friendships. You can't share the love. Why is COVID-19 a thing? If I could, I'd be cursing. (laughs) So how has it been hard for you to maintain your friendships, Alina? I haven't been bonding with anybody since COVID. And because of COVID... I haven't been seeing my friends at all, but yeah, like normally we'd be making more friends and be keeping those bonds moving like the flow of a river, And but now we can't have playdates, and we can't do all those things, and it's, our river has frozen. Oh, wow. That's a good analogy, Sai. Yeah. So you've had a lot of your friends um, kind of only meet through like Zoom and Facebook Messenger and like FaceTime, virtual play dates. Like, um, do you enjoy those or are you at least getting no. some satisfaction from that? I'm not very enjoying them because sometimes it glitches and it takes the person away from the meeting. And just being in person is easier. It's not like internet can control you when you're you're in person with some other people. Mm-hmm. What are some? Are you able to do any gaming with friends on the internet, be, even when they're not in person? Like, do you ever do shared games or anything like that online? You can do shared games, but and you can send messages to each other while you're playing the game, but you don't get to see each other while you're playing the game right so you you're missing out on that connection i sort of feel like zoom and online is worse than being away from friends it like breaks the bond so you're like you're fidgeting with something else on the computer like la di la di da not even paying attention so i feel like you don't even like it would be the same just not talking to someone because Nobody's paying attention 
on any of those things. They're just messing with everything else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now that things are slowly starting to come back to normal, what are some things you're most excited about to do with your friends now that summer's here and more playdates are happening and we can be more outside and be more together? We can really see each other more and not have to be on Zoom calls. We wouldn't have to fidget around with things. I love to, like, have sleepovers because every day is you have no school. But you do have camps. Yeah, you mm -hmm. do have camps, but you could probably see your friends at the camps and you're surprised that they're there. Yeah. And now you get, get to have a good time with your friends. Mm -hmm. Again, yeah. So yeah. it's going to be a real restorative summer, I think. Yeah, like right now, me and Elena are having a sleepover. I know. Isn't it fun yeah. to record a podcast at, at the sleepover? Yeah. Our work is never done, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Elena and Sila, I bet you guys are going to make a lot of friends. There's some shared camps you're doing this summer, which is super fun. And for the first time ever... You're We're going, going to sleepaway camp. Yes, you're going to sleepaway camp together. Are you excited for that? We're very excited. We cannot wait for the summer. How is that going to impact your friendship at sleepaway camp? It's going to make us have uh, more time to spend with each other. We'll have things that we love to do. Longer bonds. Campfires. But then also, like we've t talked about, there'll be so many options that some things you'll like to do together and some things you'll like to do apart. And that's totally cool, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also opportunities to make new friends mm -hmm. at all these places. <laughs> now, what happens, though? Have you ever spent too much time with a friend? Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah. Yeah. And what happens then? Like, what are some of the feelings that you have when you're like... You're you're kind of bored of trying to do everything, being with your friend and doing all the stuff you need to do. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of, it feels like you've been out free and you've been free and now you've been free too long and you came across fire. So it can <laughs> be sometimes being friends, really good friends, and spending too much time together is also intense. Would you say? Yeah. And for different reasons? Mm -hmm. Can we easily get annoyed or bothered or yeah. tired of playing that person's way? Things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, and that can be hard too. I think that's going to be a major problem to coming towards the end of the sleepaway camp. You think? <laughs> How will you deal with it? Just take a break. Go away from that other person. Do something else for a change. Yeah, it's okay to take a break. So... Tell me this, what makes a good friend? Being kind and respectful to others and um, help the people in need of things. Share, take turns, generous, giving. Being a good friend is not bullying someone. Be responsible, trust, trustworthy, honest is one big one. I would totally agree with that. So that's what makes a good friend. What are some things that you look for in a friend? Someone kind and respectful to you and someone that takes care of your stuff and, make, and keeps promises. Like love and kindness. 
trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Somebody's funny, smart, smart friends. Mm-hmm. They make good choices. Yeah. Yeah, and they look out for you, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So what's some on the other side of that? What are some things that make someone not really a great friend? Telling you to do something that is completely wrong, like kick someone or hit someone or drink soda when you're not allowed to. Right, right. Anything from you? Bullying and lying. Yeah, those are big no-nos, right? They make you feel hurt. Yeah, they make you feel like tears. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel just very frustrating when people lie to me and mm-hmm. bully me. Mm-hmm. But I have to stand up for myself. Absolutely. To make things right. Chin up, breathe, walk away. Right. Those are some great tips. What do you do when somebody is bullying you or is making you frustrated and asking you to do something that's not right? Do you guys have any tips? Just report to a teacher or parent. I think walk away or breathe or tell someone, no, I'm not going to do that. Stop bullying me. Mm. And ignore them. Ignore them. They'll go away. away. What happens when that's really hard to do because maybe a good friend is not being so good? Then it's it's easy to do that those steps, right? When you when you're not really friends with someone and they're bullying you, but what happens when they're friends with you and they're suddenly not being cool? Then what do you do? Because I would imagine, at least in my situations I've been in, like I don't want to hurt the friendship, right? Me neither. But you know it's wrong. So what do you do then? Report to a teacher or parent that if they're not being cool or nice to you, you gotta report. Or find something else to do. Just say, hey, you're not being very nice. Come play with me later when you're cooled down a little bit. That's a really great tip, Sai, because sometimes it's hard to kind of tell on a friend when you're not sure if what they're doing is wrong, but it definitely makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? And so sometimes you have to, like you said, Elena, you have to stand up for yourself. What are some other ways we stand up for ourselves? A friend might help you stand up for yourself and have confidence. Yeah, have confidence, right? And how can they do that? They can maybe literally stand by your side mm-hmm. or hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you could talk to them on the side first. So what are some ways you would stand up for someone, Zyla? Um, Like if someone was black or brown and someone was bullying them, I'd be like, Hey, you're not being cool. Just because he or she has a different color skin doesn't mean you get to bully her. Right, but it's not just about skin tone, is it? Sometimes, sometimes there are friends that are getting picked on for reasons that we can't see. Right. Right? And and you're right. Racism is definitely something you stand up for, whether they're your friend or not. Right. If you see that happening, you see something, you say something. But friends that may not appear to be, maybe you two are together at camp, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And somebody is picking on one of you. What do you do? What do you, how do you stand up for that person? Go to that person and say something to the bully. Like, hey, that's not cool. You got to stop that right now. Yeah. I, like, I'm not a very brutal person. And I don't want to be a brutal person, but I'd be like, get away. This is my friend. Stop bullying her. Get away. 
Oh, okay. So Please. You get very firm. Maybe use your words. Or another way is just to get with your friend and walk away, right? And, and when, squeeze them tight. And hug, give them a hug and say it's going to be all right. going to be all right. You're and do, okay. And do something different. Yeah. So that's what makes a good friend. And we've talked about what makes a not-so-good friend. Mm. How can we continue to keep our friendships? Bonding more. You, like, keep secrets and make sure everything's safe for the your friend. Get n- no bullies can be around them because, like, friends are most important, too, as family. Keep in touch. Talk daily. Give hugs. Play. Swim. Check in on them. What would be some good things to share? Like you could share art or make crafts together or send them a care package. Maybe write them a letter. Make scary stories or funny stories. Send skits, which are like mini movies. Little emojis, little messages and stuff to brighten their day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are using tech a lot right now. So how do you maintain your friendship through tech? How can that be helpful to keep your friendship going? Brighten their day by some happy song or something that makes them feel loved. A cute text or a game to play or something fun like that. Mm-hmm. We just had this conversation the other day about when we're now we're on FaceTime with each other. And sometimes when you're seven, eight, nine years old and you're not really used to talking on the phone, what are some good ways that we can help each other communicate and continue the conversation and on, on FaceTime or phone calls with friends? You can text with an- another person and send a message. And continue that conversation on, like, texting with each other. Or ask questions. Give answers. Give compliments. Ask what you're doing. How's your day? Yeah, I think sometimes when you're young, we forget how to greet someone on the phone or hang up with someone on a call. I've heard some kid calls that just are, like, Okay. Oh. Uh, Bye. Bye. <laughs> emoji, emoji, but like no real context. And so sometimes uh, we talk a lot about having considerate conversations mm-hmm. and asking our friends what they've been up to, how their summer's going, what else is happening in their world. Right. It's a great way to show interest and show somebody that you care. Right. Well, you girls have really given some great explanations of how to be a good friend, what it takes to be a good friend. And I think you're pretty good friends with each other. Definitely. So this summer, I will be excited to see how your friendship continues to grow with your camp. And when, as we get back to normal and get back to doing school and hopefully all the, the usual things that you kids are accustomed to doing friendship it makes you feel loved yeah i feel like without friends you you wouldn't be you wouldn't be happy Hmm. yeah so it's really important to pick wisely right Mm -hmm. choose good friends because i think also friends can really influence your behavior too Mm -hmm. do you ever notice when you're hanging out with someone you start to pick up on somebody else's little tweaks and little mannerisms Mm -hmm. there's their style or where their accents or their behavior, good and bad, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? So it's important to choose good friends. 
choose wisely. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today, Elena, to talk yeah. about friendships. This is really nice having you. Totally nice to have a friend in the studio with us. Now, next week, we're taking a break, spring break, and yeah. we will take one week off of the show so that we can enjoy some downtime and come back with more episodes after that. If you'd like to know more about what's going on in our world, check us out on social or on our website. She sounds like me.com. Yep, and we'll see you uh, after our weekly break. I hope you guys all enjoy a fun and wonderful spring. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. All right, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media, LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.com and find us on social at She Sounds Like Me so we can connect directly to you. Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day. Yep, and have an awesome day. Thank you.